Argonauts lead the Rough Riders 16 to 10. I'm Andy McNamara. I will be back with you post game, hopefully talking about an Argonaut win and clinching a playoff berth. Let's send it back down to BMO Field with Mike Hogan and Jeff Johnson. Boys. Thank you very much, Andy. And yes, it is 16-10 for the Argos at the half. Uh, what did you like? What did you not like about the first 30 minutes, Mr. Johnson? Well, Hoagie, what's got me geeked up is uh, this offense is, uh, you know what, getting into a bit of a groove. The uh, first couple series, it wasn't much. And then partway through that first quarter, we started to see something click, and they started to move the ball. They executed an amazing drive uh, to close out that first quarter. Length of the field, punched it in, huge touchdown. And then uh, and then the next couple of drives, managed to move the ball down the field again, eating up the clock, balance the offense. Wilder getting some runs, Ricky throwing some nice balls, and, uh, you know, just sitting in the pocket, being patient. And when he's getting the opportunity, he's delivering on it. Uh, unfortunately, they did have to close it with field goals. That's what I don't like. They need to finish the drives. You, yep. uh, you know, when you look at all the drives in the game, and if they get into, into the red zone, we want to see more touchdowns than field goals. Um, right now we're looking at two field goals, one touchdown, so we want to tilt that. But uh, nonetheless, I think that is huge from an offensive perspective. The defense is doing what they do. They're playing well. Now, Brandon Bridge, I think, brings them something different, which uh, maybe you know they're going to have to make some adjustments on, and it, it seems to be that he gets rid of the ball quickly. So um, look for him to continue to do that if he is, in fact, out here the second half. But this offense is certainly moving in the right direction. This is odd. Argos get the selection here to start the second half. They want the ball first, so the Riders are going to get the wind in the fourth quarter. That's interesting. Yeah, it is interesting. Maybe, you know what, playing off that first half offensive yep. momentum, right? Maybe that's what they're looking to, to continue and uh, get started fast here. Martise Jackson will take it to the 15-yard line. Argos moving away from the water. Here he goes. Martise up to the 40 to the 42-yard line. He did not hesitate at all. Just went north-south, and he comes up a little lame. you got to love that. And is like, flipping up. Oh. There was no hesitation at all. None. That was just bang, north-south. And who's there? You're talking about a D-lineman. He's the big D-lineman for Saskatchewan. Um Toby Antigua standing there, and then you got another big linebacker, and he tried to split them both, Derek Moncrief, and, and Martis did not slow down. He almost did. So the Argos come out. Brandon Washington is back. He was injured late in the first half. He's going to start at right tackle. We'll reset the offensive line for you in a moment. Argos on first down to their own 42-yard line. They are at the line of scrimmage. Riders now drop off. They have a three-man rush. Back goes Ray. He goes to the... Middle of the field, and Devere Posey made the catch across midfield to the 51-yard line. That was a remarkably accurate pass by Ricky Ray, and it'll be a first down at the 52. Will Campbell, Tyler Holmes, Sean McEwen, J. Michael Dean, and Brandon Washington, the offensive line. Armani Edwards, S.J. Green, Malcolm Williams, Devere Posey, Jimmy Ralph, the receivers. James Wilder Jr. is the usual back. Occasionally you'll see Declan Cross come in. Ricky Ray's the quarterback. Three receivers to the right. They'll send two to the near side. Posey and Green, the two dangerous receivers, come to the near side. Ray's going to dump it off, and he's got a man, and he overthrew James Wilder on the screen, who had Sean McEwen out in front of him. And it will go incomplete, second and ten. Well, Ricky was trying to find James, because that, when he turned around, there was a couple of green rough riders in front of him, so Ricky couldn't even see Wilder. And as Wilder was trying to get out into the open... It was too late. Ricky couldn't find him, and uh, he was getting pressure, so he had to get rid of the ball. So the synchrony of that play was off. The previous one, i got to just point out, that was an unreal throw and catch. Ricky threw the ball in the, in the middle of five riders as Posey made that catch. One of the most accurate passers in the history of the sport. Unreal. Doesn't have the strongest arm, obviously, but he makes up for it that way. Ray back to pass with a three-man rush. Goes over the middle again. Intercepted. It is picked off by Hinock Mwamba, who's got some room to the 45 or the 50. To midfield with a flag down. He 
laterals it back to Ed Ganey, who's going to go down the sideline to the 40, to the 35, and down to the 31-yard line. Wow. The flag came out, I believe, after the interception. Yes, it it's was. It's a block after the pick. So this should be Ryder ball when we come back. 13-18 remaining in quarter three. It's 16-10 Toronto. You are listening to Toronto Argonauts football on TSN 1050. Okay, so let's recap what just happened here in this 16-10 Argos lead. Just underway here in the third quarter. An interception thrown by Ricky Ray. Enoch Mwamba tipped it off. There was a lateral. They went downfield. Doesn't matter. What happened was uh, Willie Jefferson came in, J.J., and cold cocked Ricky Ray and got caught for unnecessary roughness. He did. He did. And so after the interception was made, Ricky was now looking to make a play. Now he's on defense. And, uh, <laughs> you know, you love that. Your quarterback yeah, is in the game, right? He wants to go spot. make a play. But yep. Yeah, but honestly, he's, he, he doesn't know. want him to score, right? So he, he's passionate about what's going on in the field. He cares. So if you don't care, then you just stop and walk the other way. But Ricky cares. Despite whether it's best for his team or not, he wants. He doesn't want the guy to score. So Ricky starts to chase the play a little. He's not sprinting after the play. He's taking a line that he's going to be a safety guy. And uh, he's got his head looking over to his left where the ball's coming from. Jefferson wheels around behind Ricky and comes from the right. Ricky doesn't see him coming at all, and, and just it's like a bus hit Ricky Ray and uh, totally knocked him right on his rear end, depleted him, unnecessary, and he got the call. So we're back underway here, and a quick hit to the far side is caught by Deron Carter. And it is still, obviously, Brandon Bridge, who was very effective in the first half when he came in relief of Kevin Glenn. He was 8 of 10 for 75 yards and a touchdown. And that's a gain of 9. They'll mark it to the 41-yard line. Riders in white tops, green helmets, green pants, green numbers. They're moving from left and right with their backs to the gardener. They're heading toward the lake. Argos in their blue uniforms, white helmets, white pants, white numbers. 40 front for the Argonauts. Butler, Wynn, Gadosh, and Tuggle. And they will go ground game, the Riders will, and it will be Trent Richardson who gets not much, maybe three yards. The first game, I know this was uh, Good talked, about, yeah, talked about uh, around the league and uh, south of the border as well as the former number three overall pick in the NFL draft in 2012. Uh, didn't do very much in the first half at all and got a couple there. Yeah, well, he, I mean, they're using him in the short yardage situations, and he, uh, Rico Murray engages him behind the line of scrimmage, and Richardson does a good job of carrying him across for the first down. So the market at the 45, that's only the third touch for roughly 10 yards for Richardson. Sidearm pass. Brandon Bridge went down and threw a dart, a completion to his own 50-yard line, halfway to the first down, and it's Nathan Roosevelt again. Yeah, that's a heck of a throw, and the reason he has to go sidearm is Justin Tuggles in front of him. So if he throws it... The, r- the proper way, it goes right into Tuggle's hands. He wraps his arm to the right and goes beside him and shows how athletic Brandon Bridge really is and manages to throw a spiral dart around him to the receiver. Seven catches, 62 yards for Roosevelt. Out of the University of Buffalo. Didn't have to go too far today. He's got some family back in Buffalo, or friends. Bridge, under pressure, rolling around, buying time, rolling, rolling. He's got a man broken loose right down the middle of the field. It is stopped by Bakari Grant down to the 20 and still on his feet down to the 14-yard line. Broken coverage as Brandon Bridge rolled and rolled and rolled, extended the play and found an open man. Well, I don't like to call it broken because that was about four or five seconds, right? And, I mean, usually the quarterback's down at that point, and that's just something that Brandon Bridge, this is what he, this guy brings to the table is, Okay, you've got your one, two, three count, ball's not out. Defensive back's like, uh-oh. All right, what's coming next? Now the receivers start running any direction. 
the defensive backs cannot be prepared for what happens next, and a Saskatchewan receiver ends up open. Bridge puts a bullet on him about 40 yards downfield. Argos up six. Riders in field goal range. They're in the red zone at the 14-yard line. Over to the right hash mark, they go double tights for the first end tonight. At first time tonight, Bridge is going to go back corner again. He's got a man turning, and Roosevelt could not bring it down this time. Rico Murray on the coverage. Better coverage this time, and it's an incomplete second and ten. That's a flat-out drop by Roosevelt in the corner. Bridge put it right where, right in his hands. Roosevelt had to make a bit of a 360 and turn back. Go up in the air. Ball went right through his hands. Rico was there. Good coverage. Regardless, yeah. it's a drop. Would have been a tough catch, but he did get both yeah. hands on the football. Certainly, that's a catch that Roosevelt normally makes. Yes. Very good receiver. Third year in the league out of U-Buff. So it's a second down and 10 from the 15-yard line. Argos bend defensively. Do they break? We'll find out right now. LaFrance is in the backfield with Bridge. He's to his right. And they're going to run the corner route again and incomplete. Looking for Deron Carter. Boy, are they picking on Rico Murray. Didn't work this time. Incomplete. Out comes the field goal unit. You know, this is interesting that they keep going to that play. And I wonder if it's... The, the defender that's covering the receiver because that time it was Duron Carter or is it simply the play so you've got a receiver right along the sideline and you've got the sideline to work with and then there's only going to be one Argo defender in that space I think Saskatchewan's banking on their receiver is better than the defensive back that happens to be in that area regardless of who it is and they're counting on the receiver to make the play and for Bridge to throw a hard ball and the receiver to make the catch from 22 and a half yards just inside the right hash mark here's Tyler Papinia he hit his only other attempt tonight. This one's up and through, and it's a three-point game at 16-13. Argos have the lead. They'll get the ball when we come back. You're listening to Argo Football on TSN 1050. Argos will get the ball back, and they will force the Riders to kick off into the wind here. Leading by three now. It was 16-3 at one point in the second quarter. Looked like the Argos might put them away, but they made the switch in Saskatchewan. And put in Brandon Bridge for Kevin Glenn, and it's been nothing but sevens rolling the dice here tonight for the Riders. Bridge is getting it done. He's getting rid of that football. And uh, it would appear that they're, you know, either picking on Rico Murray or simplifying the offense and saying, listen, we're going to put it to a spot in the end zone. It's going to be the corner. If you miss it, it's going to go out of bounds. If, you, if you're on point, we trust that our receiver is going to make the play. And that's what it seems to look like because Bridge isn't reading that. He's just getting the ball, and he's, he's slinging it right to the corner. I wrote uh, about Mitch White, the uh, corner, Mitchell White. Yes, sir. Um, Mr. Vertical. Yeah. You don't want to try a jump ball against him. Uh, in uh, in high school, he high jumped six foot eleven. Was uh, the Michigan State high school high jump champion. Was a Nike All-American. Went to Michigan State to play football and run track. Jumped seven feet in, high, in uh, college, but then put on weight to play football. And he put on so much upper body, the track future was basically gone. <laughs> Unreal. Here's the kickoff. Trapini puts it up. Wind's going to knock it down. Here comes Martise Jackson at the 21-yard line. Numbers near side, 30-35 into the middle, and now he's going to run out of real estate. They'll mark it at the 35 or 36-yard line, and that's where Ricky Ray will come onto the field. 17 of 23 for 224 yards. A touchdown and a pick so far. You know, that, that pick, that was a heck of a play by Henock Wamba. I'm going to give that one to Henock. Uh, he, he was inside, lined up at the mic spot, and he just he, he went for a really deep drop, which I, don't, I mean, he normally drop, drops fairly deep, but he, he had a feeling that maybe Ricky was going to be looking at Devere Posey, who did a kind of push the receiver wide, curled in behind, he knocked, snuck underneath it, and got the interception. Good football family from Brampton. No kidding. 
First down at the 36-yard line. Four receivers out to the right. They're going to go up the middle to Wilder instead with a flag down. He'll take it out to the 40, and from where that was thrown, this is probably going to be holding against the Toronto Argonauts, and that is going to be the call, according to Tom Valesi, so that will force a first and 20. Um, Hinock Mwamba playing here in the CFL, obviously. Koshi Mwamba had a nice run in the CFL. Kelvin Mwamba never made the CFL, but was a starting receiver at Laurier. So pretty good good trio of brothers there. Yeah, just a tad. Kind of like the Ralph family, right? Jimmy Ralph and his two brothers. That'd be a fun house. A little bit of competition going on. Brock and Brett Ralph playing in the CFL. Jimmy, the third player of the family to make it to the CFL, the Argos receiver. Had a catch in the first half. Ray back to pass. Wanted to go over the middle. It's tipped as he throws to the near side. And Posey had a man all over him, but that ball was tipped at the line of scrimmage. So that's okay. And it's going to be second down and 20. Second and 20, we're likely to see a draw or a screen here. And just wondering how Ricky's feeling after that, that last hit by Jefferson after that interception. That was a big hit. He didn't see it coming. And it's certainly uh, something that you need to shake off. Sets up a second and long from their own 27-yard line. Williams, Edwards, and the aforementioned Mr. Ralph will go out to the right with the ball just inside the left hash mark. Ray's going to drop back to pass. Has some time. Another flag goes down. Ray's going to step up in the pocket. Now roll to the right with Jefferson in pursuit. He'll dump it off. He's got it to Malcolm Williams. Check that. Yeah, it is Williams. And it will be about nine yards downfield. And the Riders will probably just want the ball back. And that's going to be the call. Here's Tom Valesi. Illegal block, hands to the face, Toronto number 69. That penalty be declined. Third down. That's Michigan Wolverine alum, Will Campbell at the left tackle. And that will bring in Liram Hyralahu. I believe this is his first punt with the wind, is it not? It may be. I think you're right, Hoax. Because they went touchdown, field goal, field goal in the second quarter with the wind. Into the wind, one punt, it was 40 yards. This time it'll get to air it out a little bit. Pretty good wind at his back right now. He gets it away. It's up. It'll corkscrew down to the 30-yard line. And it is Jones taking it now. Stops, goes back to the far side of the field and is tripped up at the 40-yard line. And it's Naka Sanyeka with the tackle. Another Laurier product. Eight and a half minutes remaining here in the third quarter. Argos by three. It's 16-13. They lead the Rough Riders. You're listening to Argo Football on TSN 1050. Argos honoring the military here this afternoon. Eight and a half minutes left. Dan Ferroni down on the sidelines. Won a great cup as a rookie in 1983. One of the all-time Argos. Still looks in good shape. Oh, yeah, I hate him. <laughs> Love Dan. Dan is uh, a solid dude out in the Oakville area. I saw you eating your Greek salad before the show here today. Well, I was upset, JJ. They wouldn't deep fry it for me. (laughs) (laughs) Can I get some lard with that, please? Throw on a big hunk. That was good. Good spread here today. It was very good. Thanksgiving weekend treat. Yeah. And if you're listening, happy Thanksgiving. It's... uh, I prefer this holiday to Christmas because this is all about the family. Yeah, it's right? amazing. Yeah. We're going to get the crew together tomorrow, That's which nice. will be fun. Yeah, we had uh, dinner at my mother-in-law's last night, and we had the Owens family over with yeah. us as well, which I was nice. I ask about that. CEO, your old teammate for And very good years. friend. Very yes. good friend, family, the kids. They are like family, so nice first, to have them over. First down at the... Rider 40. They've got the ball trailing by three. Midway through quarter number three. 
Brandon Bridge, a little screen out to the far side, and it will be Bakari Grant getting close to first down yardage. He'll mark him at the 49. Is that the first time we've mentioned his name? I don't think he's had He's a got ball. a couple. They've targeted oh, him a couple he? of times for okay. sure. Okay. Um, but I think he bailed him out twice on the same series. That is his third catch of okay. the night. Sorry. He had a 46-yarder at one point on the blown coverage down the middle. Ah, yes, yes, yes. Well, yeah, we've got uh, an injured official another again. Another official down here. Brian Taylor couldn't go before the game. That's not Brian. I just saw the official. I haven't got a number, but I know uh, I know Brian. That's not him, so he didn't come back in. But, uh, yeah, a little sniper fire on the far sideline as the official just went down. There's nobody near him. And the Argo crew, Scott Shannon out there taking a look-see. I mean, when that, that's when it can get a little scary. If nobody near him and the official goes down, you wonder if it's... Uh, Know, tissue, soft tissue or something. Yeah, just hopefully it's just a cramp. Right, pull or something. Hopefully it's just a cramp. It is a little muggy down there, yeah. so certainly could be the case. So how is CEO? He hasn't gotten into a game yet this year. No, he's been dealing with uh, some injury stuff all season and uh, just waiting for an opportunity. I think he might get one in the next couple of weeks. And the official is now up on the far side, which is good news. Haven't got a number yet. He's certainly in an unreal condition and uh, ready to go if he gets in there. So just a slight stop, uh, stoppage in play here, which is good. Give the Argo defense a little bit more of a breather here. And, uh, oh, there we go. There's a number. Dave Hackshaw is the official, the side judge over on the far side of BMO. Showing the replay here. I don't know. Akeem Jordan had a heck of a hit on uh, Bakari Grant on the sideline and knocked him out. Akeem in his first he game with the Argos. Yeah. Yep. That play on the goal line early in the game where uh, LaFranc just France and uh, Akeem ran into each other. It wasn't head on. It was from the side. But it was LaFrance was ready to go downhill and all of a sudden, boom, he hit a wall. Akeem 6'1", 255. Um, played six years That's with the Eagles. That's a good ratio there. Yeah, six years with the Eagles. And then he, he played with KC. Andy Reid went and got him when he became a free agent. Uh, played 100 games with in the uh, National Football League. And they're bringing out the cart for Dave. Yeah, this is this might be... Uh, Yikes, that's not a cramp. No, no. Either at muscle tear, Achilles or something. Or Look at the Dr. J over here. Not Dr. Good. JJ. Well, I don't know. I mean, you know what? If there's nobody around, he didn't get hit. You assume something A soft popped. tissue gave yeah. out, yeah. So, I mean, they're just being precautionary. Maybe, you know, don't want him to walk and re-injure anything. He's, he's yeah, limping. He's, he's uncomfortable. He's not wincing or anything. He's it's just, you it. know what, this turf, for so, or, well, I mean, this is grass, so, yeah. you know, take that out. But it, the turf, for some reason, has had a, a uh, big effect on Achilles tendons in the last, what, you know, five years. Just something about playing on that surface that there's not much give, right? And, uh, yeah, the soft tissue injuries are certainly on the rise. Not to make light, but, I mean, there was a soccer game here in the last month. I mean, soccer players complain when there's a football game in the last month. Maybe it works the other way as well. <laughs> what did they do to the field? Boy, when they had that winter classic here in the offseason, Giovinco must have just propped himself. <laughs> How can they do this to that field? They'll never be able to play. <laughs> Second and 11. Second and one check that from the 49-yard line after the quick hit to Bakari Grant. And they will once again go to Richardson, who's got some room to the near side, and he gets tripped up. That could have been a rather large play if it wasn't for uh, Qdarius Ford, who came up from the Sam linebacker spot to make the tackle. 
You yeah. know what? Trent Richardson's got to get through that. you got to get through that. Are you kidding? Richardson, you know what? He probably got uber excited and thought, oh, I'm going to get a huge run. And as he cuts back to the right, Darius Ford comes off the edge and catches literally a shoelace. And uh, Richardson trips up and gets him and falls down. Kudarius is a buck 70. you got to get through that. The shoelace. Back to pass is Briggs. Looking over the middle. What a throw. It is caught by Bakari Grant at the 41-yard line. Are you kidding me? Did you even see that ball? Wow. I don't know if I've seen many balls thrown that fast ever. That was a rocket. He's got the arm. And he has showed it off often this afternoon. That's an even better catch because that ball had so much velocity on it. You wonder how the receiver made that catch. That's a very impressive. But that was, he got it with the hands but then brought it into the body. As he had jumped in the air, he kind of got up into almost a fetal position in midair and tucked the ball into his waist and made sure. Nice grab. First down at the Argo 42. They've got a three-point lead right now. Bridge wants to take the lead, though. He's going deep. He's inside the 10, and there is a flag. I was waiting for that. Brandon Harris in coverage. Got there early on Deron Carter. I think that's a pretty easy call at uh, live speed. Well, runner number four. Spot of the foul. Automatic. First down. I was kind of surprised it didn't come out earlier. Yeah, you they got this one right. You know what makes uh, defending this super difficult is as Deron Carter's running vertical, and it's uh, you know he's a bit of a fade pattern. He has to adjust to it. And yeah. when he has to adjust to it, he gets he, There's he a challenge. glides into Harris and Harris, you know what, they're both kind of jawing here and both of them and you see the push off. Both Dur- of them Duron might have pushed Harris. Yep, there there is there's no flag there. You know what? Duron pushes pulls Harris jersey versus Harris. Duron Carter is pulling the name tag yeah. of Brandon Harris. Yeah, this is the other I way. can see there was contact down there. As usual, when you see that, you assume it's the D B. Here's Tom Valesi. Pass interference. We'll review the play. Can they call you know it what? the other way? Can they call it the other way after they review this? Yes. You know what? You know what though? After last week in Hamilton, I'm not saying a damn thing. Because yeah. after the after that call, the Argonauts were obviously the beneficiaries of that call last week. You're right. The CFL apologized to the Hamilton Ticats for the pass interference call that uh, that really wasn't on, on SJ Green. And uh, this is very interesting. So Harris is over top of Duron Carter, and he just touches him. But Duron pushes Harris and actually grabs his jersey as he goes to try and make a play on it. Like this, I think Harris has the better chance at this. Jake Ireland was the video replay oh, yeah. official. Harris is the closest one to making a play on that, and Duron Carter prevents him from making the play by pulling his jersey. The replay official today, Jeff Harbin. But who we, hasn't you been never do- know. Jeff hasn't done this for We haven't seen him for an Argo game for a while. We saw him often early in the season. Jake Ireland, the video official. But this will be Jeff Harbin back on Wellington Street in the cozy confines of the CFL office. And I think we have a decision. Here's Tom Valesi. Tom, what's the call? After review, there is no pass interference on the play. He's second down and 10 at the 42-yard line. Chris Jones didn't even blink. Look, look, Tressman's calling him over. He's like, that was pass interference against our guy. And he's just asking. He grabbed him by the nameplate and hauled him down. So he's getting the full explanation. I don't know if he likes it or not. But Mark is going to go back to the sidelines now, look over his play card. Now they got to figure out where the ball is. It's going to be second down and 10, and they've got to re-mark the sticks and figure all of this stuff out.
So they put it back at the 42-yard line, and it will be second down and 10. Huge play. That is big. That's a 40-yard play. So the Argonauts use their challenge successfully, but that's it. Even though it's successful, they're done for the night. Chris Jones still has his. Second down and 10 from the Argo 42. Argos lead by three with six and a half minutes remaining in the third quarter. Four, now a fifth man comes for the Argos. Bridge throws a dart over the middle to Deron Carter, who makes the catch and spins off the tackle and will get the first down to the 22-yard line. Let me tell you something, Hoagie. If I was the Saskatchewan Rough Riders, I'm running crossing patterns all day long and uh, because Bridge puts the ball on the money. So if it's man coverage and the receiver gets separation, Bridge puts a bullet on the receiver. And if it's zone, and as the receiver crosses from one uh, defender into the zone, into the space area where there's space, Bridge will throw it on the money. He throws. I can't believe how hard he can throw the ball. He's got a gun. Really impressive. I don't know if he's Mike Bishop, but might be in the conversation. Ball to the 23-yard line. And they're going to go to the ground, and nothing doing for Trent Richardson. He bounced off one, and then it was a sea of blue. It's a gain of three yards. I think, he, yeah, you know what? He he stopped right at the line of scrimmage, and he managed to find a bit of a soft spot and got three or four yards there. Trent Richardson, I'm not knocking the ability at all, but when he played at Alabama, he was essentially playing behind a pro line. The yes, offensive yes. line at Alabama was ridiculous. And more often than not, he didn't get touched until he got to the second level. And then he's made some really dumb decisions as well. The week of the AFC Championship game when he was with the Colts, he decided not to show up for a walkthrough. Yeah, well, that's <laughs> not good. You, know, you never do that, let alone in the playoffs. Second down, six to go from the 19-yard line. Bridge goes to the far hash mark, and it is incomplete. Mitchell White had his man covered perfectly. Brett Blasco in the game. That's a putting of yours, isn't it? It is. Great to see Brett out there. Didn't even know he was in the game. Yeah, good uh, family friend. Burlington. Glasgow's, yeah, from Burlington. Went to, I believe, uh, Nelson High yep. School. Yep. And then the University of Calgary. Great kid, uh, good family. And you know what? It's good to see him get an opportunity because he's an, a heck of an athlete. So and that ball was, uh, he bridged through that ball like Glasgow was going to sit in the zone there. So I don't know whose mistake that was on, but it was on uh, one, either the QB or the receiver. 27-yard field goal attempt for the tie just inside the right hash mark. Tyler Carpino. Puts it up, and it's good. We have a tie game with 4.28 remaining here in quarter number three. 16-16. We'll take the timeout. You're listening to Argo Football on TSN 1050. The man standing to my right played 14 years in the Canadian Football League, 12 of the Argos. His name is Jeff Johnson. My name is Michael. We have the uh, broadcast here from BMO Field where the Argonauts and Saskatchewan Rough Riders are tied at 16. And now uh, with... Only maybe a, a series or two with the wind. The Argonauts will try and actually score with the wind in the third quarter, something they did rather regularly in the second quarter. Yes, teams are having a hard time scoring, uh, punching this in, going into the wind. You know, both teams moving the ball down the field, but just not quite finishing out. Riders and had three points in the opening quarter with the wind. The Argos had 13 in the second quarter. But they left some on the board because they couldn't finish. They had a couple of opportunities to punch it in and could not. A couple of short field goals by Hyrule Long, who's 16 and 19 yards. And now the Argos will get one more opportunity as Martise Jackson drops back along with Cam McDaniel. Okay, the, Argo, the Argos got to do something on this drive here. I mean, the interception two and out, the, the offense is certainly sputtered after a strong yes. finish. 
to the end of that first half. So we'll see what they can dial up here. Jackson stands at his own 12-yard line as Crepinia gets ready to kick off into the wind. Nice spark from specials would help. Jackson has been really good of late, including a touchdown last week against Hamilton. He'll take this one at the 20-yard line, running up some forward momentum up to the 25 to the 30 with a flag down and another flag down. And he'll go down at the 46-yard line. And whenever that flag is thrown in that direction, it's usually an illegal block or a hold against the return team. Absolutely and it is. Tom what's the bad news? During the return, holding, Toronto number 47, 10-yard penalty, first down. So that will be Terrence Plummer, who's starting at Will Linebacker for Marcus Ball. No Bear Woods, no Marcus Ball, no Cleon Lang today. In fact, if you look at the Argos injured list, 11 players who started the first game, or would have started in the person of Alan Michael Cash, 11 players on the injured list right now who would start. Now, a couple of those players, Brandon Whitaker and Jeff Fuller, are out because of coach's decision. Sure. But nine players who started the season are on the injured list for the Argos right now. It's a good chunk. Nine of well, 24. Considering how well they're doing, that's uh, that's huge. So Ray will give the ball to Wilder on first down, who will go right behind Sean McEwen at center and take it out to the 20-yard line for a gain of about five yards. Ricky Ray, 18 of 25, that's 72%, 233 yards and a touchdown. One pick as well. That came in this quarter. And for Wilder, that's his eighth carry for roughly 37 yards. Yeah, you know what? I, I like that they're starting this drive with a run. When they've been moving the ball on the ground, it's helped the rest of their game. So uh, here we are, second and five. You've got pretty much the entire package to work with, so see if they can complete this. I haven't really seen Richie, Ricky Ray try to go vertical very often tonight. Has a couple of times. Three receivers to the right, two to the left. Back to passes. Ray steps up in the pocket. Pump fake and go, and Ricky's running. And Ricky's going to dive forward to the 25 and should have the first down. Ricky Vick, there he is again. Every once in a while. Hoagie. He rears his head oh my goodness. and takes off. Well, he, he breaks out of the pocket, and he looks right down the hash. I thought he was going to go straight and try to collide, like, <laughs> try and go towards the group that was in front of him. There was about three Rough Riders, and one of them was Henock. Thank goodness Ricky turned to the left and went to the open space and managed to just get across that uh, first down marker. He's kind of joking with us. I said, I thought you were going to score against Hamilton last week on that run when it opened up. He went, so did I. <laughs> <laughs> First down of the 25-yard line. He got tackled at the one. They got the touchdown anyway. Here's Wilder, near side, 25. Tries, tries to go with a stiff arm, and it works only moderately. He'll get a couple of yards. It'll be second down, and we'll call it eight, maybe eight and a half. 240 remaining here in the third quarter. Tie game. Good aggressive tackle by Casey Rogers. Wilder tried to give him the stiff arm. Rogers showing how strong his core is, and uh, is able to fight back. And keep Wilder only two yards on that run that went out to the left, but I love Wilder's patience when yes. he takes a handoff. He just lets the play develop, and uh, there it didn't, but uh, still found something. Second and eight. Armani Edwards and Williams come to the near side. Ray now flushed out of the pocket, rolling to the right, looking, looking, throws, he dumps it off to Wilder underneath to the 30, and he will square the shoulders and dive 40, makes him! He's still on his feet to the 45-yard line. How do you do that? <laughs> he got an extra 15 yards. That was an incredible play by James Wilder Jr. As the crowd gets to their feet, what a play by James Wilder. That's unbelievable. 
He's running to the flat. Looks like Ricky's going to get tackled. Ricky makes a little move in the backfield, evades the defensive lineman, finds Wilder out to the right. Wilder, I thought he was going to get tackled. Yes, twice. Five yards short. Breaks one tackle. Breaks two, three. Still moving. Gets his feet. He's fully tied up, and he got his legs out. Five, four, five, unreal. Ray back to pass. Goes over the middle and got hit as he got rid of the football. He was looking for STA Green incomplete over the middle. The amazing thing about that is it looked like Wilder was going to dive forward to try and get the ball far enough ahead, reach out with the ball and get the first he down. He was looking. He was thinking about it. But then it. he broke the tackle. He said, no, I'm going to get loose. <laughs> It looked like he was going to die for it. And then and then all of a sudden oh, he thought, oh, oh, you know, I can get a little bit more. And he kept going. That was awesome. What a truck. Second down and 10. Ball at the 45-yard line. And that play was set up by the scrambling ability of Ricky Wright. It was. He had a great cut, too, to get out of that. Second down, 10. Ball on the right hash mark. Back to pass is Ray. Four-man rush. Again, Ray rolling to the right. Throws back. He's got a man at the 50. Bubbles back. And it is short of the first down. That is Malcolm Williams with the catch, his first of the night, and the BC native will take it out to the 53. And the Argos do the right thing here on second, a third rather, and two. There's less than a minute left. This is an opportunity to use the wind here to try and keep the field position and kick this thing deep. This is a big drive. This What they just did is a big drive. They were backed up, big penalty, started deep, managed to get the ball out. Now they're kicking from midfield, and they're going to put Saskatchewan back deep. Hopefully you have them starting close to their goal line. It's Christian Jones back at the 10-yard line. Liram Hyrulah, who will let it fly from roughly his own 42 or 43 by the time he gets it off. And it's a high, high kick outside the numbers, Good inside kick. the 10. It's going to bounce, and the Argos are going to take the lead because it's going to roll into the end zone, back corner. And a rouge, ladies and gentlemen. It is 17-16 now for the Argos with 17 seconds left in the third quarter. That was a nice kick. It was uh, 57 plus the almost 20 in the end zone. It almost died on that five-yard line. I thought it might stop or go out of bounds. It will be. That's what Liram is trying to make happen. It will be Liram's longest punt of the season. It will be a punt single, and it will give the Argonauts a 17-16 lead. That's a big, uh, that, like I said, that big drive by the Toronto Argonauts to get the ball out of their territory. What an unreal run by uh, James Wilder. And uh, we didn't even talk about it, but Ricky took a massive hit on the next play from Jeff Knox. Yep. Still got up and managed to keep going, showing some resilience again. Defense has not forced a turnover yet. They have two sacks tonight. We'll see if they can dial something up here. First down riders at the 35 play action they go over the middle a man wide open on the in route and it could be a touchdown for Caleb Hawley 30 20 to the 15 and touchdown Rico Murray caught him but it was too late so the Rouge 1.1 way immediately followed by the touchdown and they have just ripped off they're doing a canoe in the end zone (laughs) the receivers have lined up sitting down doing the paddling thing and on the final play of the third quarter Oh, that's a 75-yard catch and run. This team a little bit different with Brandon Bridge, a quarterback. That was an incredibly well-executed play action and throw by Brandon Bridge. Caleb Hawley running a slant pattern just as he makes his cut. So Bridge takes the, the play action, pulls the ball out. Hawley makes a cut in behind the linebacker. Bridge puts it on a line and hits him running full speed right up the middle, blows by everybody. Harris can't catch him, free safety, he's gone. Now the Riders are going to go for two here to make it a seven-point lead, if they can. I just see another look at that replay. I don't know how Hawley 
Uh, I mean, that was drop coverage. Oh, he's, right? he's ran up the middle. He, he ran through a zone, and as soon as he broke behind, uh, he would have crossed Rico Murray through the Sam uh, backer spot. Bridge put it, like, right by Mir Murray's, uh, like, literally right by his helmet as the ball flew by into Hawley's hands. Bridge throwing with extreme confidence right now. Brandon Harris was the closest man in chase as they headed toward the goal line. And then he gave way to Rico Murray, and now we know why Harris dropped off. He has taken a knee. So he may have pulled something running after Caleb Hawley. Second-year player from East Central Oklahoma. You're either East or you're Central. You can't be East Central. Can you? No. I Well, I don't know. In the States, they do things all sorts of East Central ways, Oklahoma. Sure. I guess. Yeah, it was actually Terrence Plummer that was dropping, and Hawley broke in behind Plummer, and the ball literally went right by Plummer's helmet. So it looked like Harris pulled up late on that but play uh, with line. a little bit yep. of a limp. So something may be uh, aggravated in there, and he decided to slow down. Hopefully it's not major. Well, just what they need, another defensive back on the uh, no list. They've got Johnny Sears there already. Obviously, Akwaziusu Ansah catches Vaughn is on the injured list. He plays more specials than DB, but Robert Woodson is on the injured list. So they have certainly been beat up in the secondary. Just want to look like they were going to start to get some guys back. The defensive line is banged up. Cleon Lang, a late scratch. Linebackers obviously down all three. Cassius Vaughn, Bear Woods, wow, and Marcus Ball. So they're going to go for the two-point conversion from the three-yard line on the left hash mark. Bridge back to pass, gets hit as he throws, but it's good as he zips it in there again to Bakari Grant, and it's a seven-point rider lead, their biggest lead of the ball game. As Bakari Grant hammers the ball with a punt into the stands and into the Saskatchewan fans, they got to love that. Well, Saskatchewan, well executed on that one play. Hawley just it looked like he was off to the races, and that ball was on the money. And we've hit quarter time. Three quarters in the books, and the Riders have taken a 25, a uh, check that 24-17 lead. You're listening to Argo Football on TSN 1050. <laughs> 